All right, all right, all right. What's going on? It's Chad with the Chad Show, the greatest fucking show in the world where we only talk about Chads all day, every day. If you ain't a Chad, then get the fuck out of my face. I'm sitting across from my co-host, the Don Juan of single moms, <laughs> the, my honorary Chad, Mr. Derek, full-throated Derek Dodd. In the house. <laughs> what oh, yeah, dude, we were just going straight up fucking <laughs> drive-time radio right there. <laughs> hey, that was my best uh, my best shot at it, that old Chris Chaos voice. Yeah. Hey, everybody. That 106.9, and it really, really, really it fucking really rocks. rocks. Dude, Stay tuned for Puddle of Mud. Dude, speaking of Chris Chaos, what a weird way to start off our podcast. <laughs> it's a local radio DJ. Do you remember that sign over by the old plug house that every month they had to redo it because people go up there? Brother, and that like, motherfucker is still there <laughs> dude, to this people, day. It was a big picture of his face. They draw dicks on his face. <laughs> The one time someone drove, draw like a little Hitler stash on there. Well, like he's face got his, tattoos. He's got his two hands out by his side. Oh yeah, it looks it's like he's asking. Gra- for yeah, it. it's asking for it, dude. It looks like he's just you know like grabbing the world's largest nuts, yeah, like double throating a couple of fucking <laughs> big hogs, bro. Hell yeah! What a great way to start the show, man. Always. Hey, so how how was the Christmas, dog? Nah, it was pretty good, man. I uh, I headed up to North Carolina with a friend of mine, mm. and. Uh, <gasps> <laughs> Helped her set up her house up there, so oh, that was yeah. uh, that was nice. It was a good time. That ain't the play- only thing Derek was setting up there. <laughs> <laughs> I got to play with a little baby deer. Oh, like I, I actual- didn't know where that was no. about to go. <laughs> On this week's this week's episode, <laughs> this is Chris Chaos with creepy pedo <laughs> vibes. <laughs> no, <Nah>, that- <laughs> nah, I got to play with a little baby deer who was like domesticated. Damn. It was fucking wild, dude. She just came up to me. I got a picture of it. Maybe we'll put that as the uh, dude. That'd be a, a great one. Let's yeah. use that as a picture for this. Let's week. do that. Yeah. So you got to? Did you get to hand feed it and like hang out with it? Like, yeah, yeah, hundred percent, dude. It was like a dog. It, so it just comes up to you. Just shit. comes up to you. It, like in the picture, it's like licking my shirt. It just Damn. come up to you. You can pet it. It's a fucking six month old deer. Uh-huh. It's just like hanging out at this uh-huh. person's house. You know, Derek got some other ideas. We start licking on that shirt. Oh, dog. No, don't Find do that me little like, thing of peanut butter, dude. Don't do me like that. <laughs> don't do me like that. So yeah, so my Christmas, dude. I just I hung around Columbus. Didn't want to do a whole lot. Uh, the kids got all their gifts. We did go to Medieval Times. We went to Medieval Times on Christmas Eve. Is it open? Dude, it was open, but there was like hardly anyone there. And uh, Chelsea's dad took us, and he bought us the VIP tickets. Uh-huh. So we are like right up on the front row. It was actually kind of cool, man. You got to see a lot of stuff you don't normally see. And those guys, dude, are, dude they put in some work, bro. Oh, yeah, dude. I, I love the, fucking Medieval Times. Dude, dude, I hope the motherfuckers getting paid more than 20 an hour, dude, because some of those guys are taking a beating, son. Not to mention, man, I mean, the food is actually pretty good. Dude, the food was delicious, yeah. except for the dessert. The dessert was very lackluster this year. But always the corn's great. They give you a big slab of like turk, like chicken, a chicken quarter mm-hmm. to eat. Um, they have this little tomato soup that starts off with. Oh, yeah, pretty but fucking the tight. Dra- dragon's blood. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then they had the part where the guy rides out on the horse and he finds one girl in the audience to give the little ribbon to uh-huh. like the next queen or whatever. And Scout got that. Oh, yeah, they, they definitely make sure they do that for the VIPs. Oh, yeah, dude. for sure, dude. <laughs> Dude, really, everyone was VIP this time because there was nobody up in that bitch. <laughs> I started thinking as I'm watching this big, because it's a big show. Yeah, it's a big show. It's, had, the, it's the one up in, uh, like, off of Sugarloaf Parkway, up yes, above Atlanta. Yes, yeah. yes, Sugarloaf. That's a great fucking band name, bro. Yeah, no doubt, dude. <laughs> but uh, It's also a good sex move, dude. I can't help when I go see these shows. <laughs> Sugarloaf. <laughs> 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 but, 
<laughs> I can't help. Anytime I go see a concert now, I think as uh, someone who books them and promotes them, mm-hmm. so I'm sitting there. It's like, okay, those lighting. They rented those lights. That's a couple grand right there. They got this many people. Well, ain't nobody working. renting that shit. That's just set up year round. Yeah, you know? but when I started thinking everything in my head, in my head calculating all their expenses, and I'm starting counting the people and what they paid, I was like, damn, they lost some money today. Son. Oh, no doubt, dude. Awesome, and that's a huge fucking place, bro. I mean, and just think about how much it must cost to keep those fucking horses. Like as pr- in pristine a shape as they are in. That's what I was thinking. Where yeah. do they keep those big? The, I know them horses ain't just chilling in the mall. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they keep them off site. I mean, yeah, I, I'm fairly certain there's like a ranch somewhere. Yeah, because I was thinking, know. dude, like, because it looks. Now there's one part of it that kind of like got me thinking because like these horses are doing all these tricks and shit, but at the same time there's like this guy with like a little fucking what appears to be a fucking whip, uh-huh. like you know, so it makes you like they're scared of the whip. That's why they're doing all that shit, right? I mean, I, I don't know a whole lot about uh, about horse training, but yeah. I think that I don't think that they use the whip as a means of like uh, painfully painfully like getting the animal to do what they mm. wanted to do. I think the whip is more like an attention thing. Cause I mean, you're talking about a fucking 2,500 pound animal, dude, that like a little tiny, like bat on the butt ain't going to fucking do nothing to it. You know, you know, as soon as they're behind closed doors, man, they just whipping the <laughs> shit out of them fucking horses. Dude. I hope not, dude. I, I hope, hope not too, but it was a good time. And we did that, came back home. We did our, woke up, did our Christmas thing. All the kids were happy. Um, you know, everybody was happy with their gifts. So it was fucking home run, baby. Hell yeah, dude. I uh, I got no complaints about my Christmas, dude. Yeah. Just chilled out up in the fucking mountains, North oh, Carolina. Yeah. Hung out. Got to play with a baby deer. Yeah. What Ain't else you, you play with, dog? Huh? I play with my <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. So, oh, shit. You didn't have the volume up for oh, it. Damn. Yeah. There we go. Yes. Full throated Derek. Full throated Derek. <laughs> What'd you think of uh, the Don Juan of single moms? Uh, that's a good name, dude. That's, that's a good, a good one, name. Dude. I don't know that I want to get saddled with that moniker, but, you know, I, if that's what it is, I'll take it. I think it. it's like one of those things you speak it into existence. You know what I mean? Like if you're someone who wants to be something, dude. If you, it's that, what's that laws of attraction? I don't really want to be that. Though. You don't want to be the Don Juan of single no, moms, dude. Right? Because because there's there's so many of them, dude. And I just ain't got enough dick to go around, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, another thing that happened this uh, this weekend. You know, Zach D's, dude. I hadn't heard from Zach in a fucking. It was weird when I was living in Florida. We all used to get on video chats. Yeah, yeah. Every night, and I would just be in the hot tub. Well, last time I talked to Zach, he was on one of those video chats. It was like me, you. Uh, Maybe Nick, yeah, I think Nick and yeah. uh, maybe uh, Pepper or somebody like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So like Zach out of nowhere hit me up. I'm gonna try to find this thing real quick. Uh, so Zach was the drummer for uh, shit. The drummer for Two Thirteen. I was in mm-hmm. drummer for X Ray. Was the drummer for Thrill of a Gunfight. He's been in a ton of ba- bands. He was like really respected in the Columbus music scene. Real good friend of ours, top ten friends, baby. One of the top ten, baby. <laughs> He's the guy we're talking about that I was standing talking to Derek about the top ten friends. Um, but just a, just an all around fucking good dude. Yeah, out, outstanding dude. Like super fucking smart, super uh-huh. funny. You know. I mean, he's got his quirks about him, but we all do, you know. Oh yeah. But uh, like the things, like dude, he was always like one of those people. He would drink heavily, and then out of nowhere, he's like, "Tomorrow, I'm going sober for one year." Well, everything he did, he did it super fucking serious. Dude. Yeah. He got serious about it, like, and he would do it. He goes sober for a year. He quit smoking like that. Like anything, it would. You know, like a lot of us, like me, how often you hear me like, man, I got to lose some weight. Like every fucking time we <laughs> yeah, talk. Dude, I mean, I do yeah. the same exact thing, but I ain't got a fucking tattoo on my wrist that says fucking get skinny. And then oh, just, yeah, I do yeah, that for a that. year. Yeah, you know? true that. <laughs> but he's like one of those people. He can just, he, once he announces it, fucking it happens. You know? He's always been that way. I mean, that's a super fucking admirable quality, yeah. no doubt. And uh, very honest, which I love about it. He was really one of those guys that 
that I found that really pushed me to try and be a better person to like, to like tell the truth more to, you know, be more upfront with people, shit like that. Um, but anyway, long story short, we, he, we're always fucking around with each other. I hadn't heard from this motherfucker, uh, in a long time. So he sends me this, he says, Hey brother, you probably had six new phone numbers in the last six months. So I figured I'd log on to Facebook <laughs> so I could wish you a Merry Christmas. Love you. Hope you're doing well. And tell Chelsea I can't make it tonight. <laughs> so I came right back at him like seconds later. I was like, love you, dude. Merry Christmas. She already knows you can't make it. It's mainly because we have a three-way schedule with your girl. She called said, you just can't get in there like we can. And then I dropped my <laughs> phone number. And then his next text, yeah, dude, because my dick's too big, and she gets frustrated. Oh, well. So then I come right back, dude. I said, well, you're close, but not all the way there. She did say it was big, but she don't mind that part. Your neighbor Tyrone has one twice <laughs> as big, and she loves that one. Oh, it's shit. more about being able to make her come multiple times. Then I dropped the newest episode of Chad Show, and then nothing after that. <laughs> Why you got to bring in the name Tyrone, dog? Yeah. You know what that means. <laughs> what does that mean, Derek? Huh? That's a fucking racist sentiment, Chad. Dude, no, it's not, dude. I Speaking have. of racism, dude. oh yes, oh yeah, let's, <laughs> dude. Let's we were talking. We were talking about. We were. Ta- that was a segue. That was yeah. what. I, that was the only reason. Oh, I did okay, that. gotcha. Because I remember we wanted to chit chat about this new hot new up and comer one, Mario Judah. Mario Judah. Yeah. Mario Judah. Derek showed this guy to me. So I'm. I'm still. I realized something today. Speaking of Mario Judah, I was in the bar area at the clubhouse. My son and his friend are skating. My son's real big in this artist called Ghost Main. Which is like this kind of dark industrial hip hop sound, but with like some real crappy vocals over me personally. So I'm in there sitting there, like, what is this garbage? And then I literally (laughs) going straight granddaddy, bro. And I literally had a second, like, dude, I'm my fucking dad, bro. Oh, yeah, dude. I am my fucking dad. So, uh, speaking of that, so it's kind of like, uh, there's a lot of shit that I don't understand these days, and there's things I'll hear, and I'm like, dude, that fucking jams, bro, you know? Um, so this is one guy you showed me, Mm -hmm. Mario Judah, that has a song. And it literally has like maybe a paragraph of lyrics. That's it. And it just it over re- and over. It repeats twice. Yeah. I think the entire thing is like a minute and a half long or something yeah. like that. I, I don't know if that's how shit is done these days. Yeah. In my day, that wasn't a fucking song. That was just a verse. Yeah. You couldn't get away. You had to write like a five minute song. <laughs> yeah, dude. dude. Yeah, exactly. I still, when I write a song, it's a five minute fucking song. I don't know. I don't know what this one and a half minute shit where you just do one verse, maybe yeah. a chorus, and then that's it. Dude, it's all about the fucking beat and how hype it is. I mean, but I mean, is it catchy? It's fucking catchy, no doubt. Because I remember it, dude. You know, it's uh, all all of the the silliness behind yeah. it. But I think I think more to the point. What's more interesting for our fucking listening audience to hear about is: Do you consider his delivery to be racist? See, I don't, dude. That's the weirdest thing. Okay, let's explain Mario Judah. He's kind yeah. of a bigger black dude, right? Yeah. He's yeah, got he's kinda, young, probably early twenties. Yeah, he looks yeah. early twenties. He's kind of got a cool look, you know. Like I think it's it's cool when you see someone. He has kind of this goth. It's like a mixture of hip hop, goth, and metal. Yeah, look, kind, yeah, right? kind of. Yeah, and his attitude's very kind of metal esque. His sound reminds me a lot of like Breaking Benjamin, you know, but it's done to like a hip hop kind of beat. Yeah. Um, but he's a black dude, so I started watching. I started falling down the YouTube uh, wormhole a couple nights ago. The wormhole. <laughs> yeah. What is it called? Well, you, the rabbit hole. The ra- <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Hooter, oh, shit. Hooterized. Maybe that's you you might have got hooterized. Dude. <laughs> but uh, I started watching these videos of people saying he was racist, dude. <laughs> and he's and I, I just don't understand that. Yeah. That how like because he because he said he doesn't say as far as I can tell. There's no hard R's in there. Yeah. You know, so he he uses the n word like a ton, yeah. like half of the lyrics are the n word. But how is that different from any other fucking hip hop song out there? It's it's really like 
audible. And I mean, it's kind of like the focal point. It's almost like he really stretches his vocals out on that last <laughs> word. Does. Dude. That last, ah, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's coming out strong, dude, like a, like a fucking opera singer yeah. or something like that. Dude, but dude that should have get stuck in your fucking head. Yeah, damn bro. sure. After the first time I heard it, it was stuck in my head. That's why I had to show you. Uh, Cause I couldn't, I mean, like I, number one, the novelty of it, it was so interesting to me mm-hmm. that I had to like, you know, at least show it with somebody. And number two, it was fucking catchy. Yeah. And he really kind of, the way he ended it on that word that, you know, that you just can't say, right? Yeah. But you got all these little white kids watching right now, and they're singing that whole part and uh-huh. having to stop at, like, the the most <laughs> impactful part. You know, yeah, he yeah, really dude. emphasized that Don't shit. you come for me, little. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, we, I've been walking around the house all weekend and doing that in, like, an opera voice to Damien. Uh-huh. Like, Don't you run from me, little. And stopping right there. <laughs> And then I started editing Cracker, so I was like, I could say that right. That's like you a, can, a, a I, I white guess you, guy slur. Right? I guess you can say that. I don't know. I don't even know the fucking politics anymore. And I don't know where we're going with it, but you guys should go check out Mario Judas. It's definitely interesting. Yeah, no doubt. I, I like when shit like this comes along and it's something different in music, and you can't really classify it with any kind of genre. Now yeah. I have heard some of his other stuff. Yeah, and I don't know if this. It, it doesn't sound anything like any of his other shit. At I all. think whatever he's created right there, whoever's managing that dude or whoever's behind that dude needs to take that and emphasize on that because it's definitely new. That's a new style of hip hop. Yeah. Right there. That's incorporating rock type vocals into like hip hop kind of uh, melody or kind of cadence. I mean, he had a powerful delivery too, which was like really, really outside the box for hip hop. Dude. And when you get a chance, Derek, go just watch YouTube of him doing that. That song acapella, dude. There's, acapella. A, there's hundreds of them of him, dude. He's a, like he looks like a maniac, bro. Because yeah. I saw one a video of him meeting Trippy Red for the first time, and he's just like, I mean, he looks like he's like on some angel dust or some shit, dude. Hey, dude, fucking success changes a yeah. man, dude. Yeah, dude. Hey, well, hey, fuck it, dude. I mean, dude, he's a big dog, big bear. <laughs> he's a big bear. Big <laughs> he's <dog>. a big bear. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Speaking of Zach D's, man, Zach was. He'd do all kind of things throughout our friendship that would just surprise me. You know, like the time he's like all overnight became like a professional bike rider, dude. Dude, that's not even a, that's not even like an exaggeration, man. He was like ranked. He, was he, good. He, he may have been like number one in the state of Georgia as like an amateur cyclist in uh, a certain distance that he dude, had to go. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and was, especially yeah. now. Now take it too. Zach's not a fucking small guy. Bro. No, he's six, six five. Foot, six, no, six six. He's six, six, six foot yeah. six. And you know he's slender, but he's he's got some big ass arms. Yeah, you know? he's a muscular guy. And mm-hmm. to be able to ride a bike, but he'd pop up, and then all of a sudden he's wearing like this little unit, well, it was the little unitard, unitard yeah. thing, just riding down the road. And he would pull up to the house and have like a little thermostat. And what I didn't realize a thermostat, yeah, like a little not thermostat, thermos. <laughs> he's trying to turn it, trying to turn the heat all the way <laughs> up. Maybe he had to check your temperature, son, <laughs> with a thermos, bro. And he would have that thing slammed with vodka, bro. He would like go and work up a sweat, pull over and drink a thermos mm. of fucking vodka, dude. Well, I'm sure that speaks to you since you're such a huge fan of Hubie Halloween, dude. Anybody dude, that rolls with a, her- a thermos, a thermos on a cool bicycle is your speaking of which. Have we talked about Hubie Halloween? I think we have, yeah, dude. One more shout out, go watch. Watch Hubie Halloween on Netflix, man. That shit is fucking tight. It's Another not. cool thing. It is not. <laughs> it is really fucking good. Don't listen to Derek, I promise you. If you like my sense of humor, then you'll like it. Um, one other thing, too, is uh, aside from the biking, but remember when he sat us in the van 
And he gave us a year's heads up to when he was leaving the band. Well, it was on his birthday. I think he said, "If I haven't made it in if I haven't made it in music successfully by the age of thirty-five, I will choose to discontinue my relationship with music." Yeah, and it was very serious like that. And we were just like, uh, "He gave our, us a year." He said, yeah. "You guys have one year." Yeah, and I was like, "Damn." That that shit hit hard for me, bro. I you know it's so in line with Zach's like ideology and the way he approaches things though. It yeah. didn't it didn't it wasn't a surprise to me. I mean he that's how he did shit, dude. dude that's one of the most stand up things. Uh, how many people give bands a year heads up that they're leaving? The nobody, party? especially a band that ain't making no money. Bro. I mean nobody. I mean who plans that out? That's just that's the fucking crazy thing about Zach. How many years do most local musicians spend just trying to get somewhere with music? Their whole fucking their, life. Their whole fucking life. Exactly, dude. You either transition into like recording or you transition into, you know, playing in bar gigs. All of this shit that I ended up doing. Yeah, because that we I said we wouldn't do 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All of the shit that I ended up doing, that's typically the, the direction that a local musician goes after they've, you know, determined that they're not going to be successful yeah. in whatever band that they're that's in. That's a hard pill to swallow too, bro. It I had is. to swallow that pill. It is. It's a t- it's a tough pill, but hey, I'm still holding out hope, dude. Yeah, I'm not dude. I ain't dead yet. 40 40 is the new 20, damn it. Oh, that's yeah. what I'm going to tell myself. So shout out to my homie Zach Dees. Much love, brother, in Colorado. No doubt. Much love, Zach. I ain't seen I've talked to him in fucking forever, dude. He was always a he was always a fucking awesome dude, man. I always enjoyed stand Zach. stand up, dude, man. I th- I think out of our whole friendship I can't even remember. Maybe we got into one argument, and there was only one time where we almost got in a fight. Yeah. And that was, uh, and I don't know, he probably don't even remember this, but we were going to the Soho, and he was in the old fucking Black Pearl, which was his well, shit, old that was band. A, that had to be years and years yeah. and years ago. And I was sitting on a tire, and it had no seats. I was sitting on a damn <laughs> tire, and then he slammed on brakes because he thought it'd be funny, and it slung me forward, and I hit like a metal object. Uh-huh. Anybody that knows me, I, I when I get... And pain inflicted on me, I go to one <laughs> mode, bro. Just like destroy the world mode. But other than that, dude, I don't think we ever really got into fights. I mean, it's a good ass friend, dude. I mean, he's a fucking Top le- 10, I mean, bro. He's always level headed, too, man. I mean, no need to get into a fight with him. Yeah. I think I'd gotten into an argument or two with him before. You yeah. Know? I mean, and it was because he was, he would be stubborn. He had, the, he had the, the, the capacity to be like, immovable in his opinion about shit, yeah. you know, but you got to respect that. You do have to respect that. No doubt, but you don't have to necessarily respect that opinion. Oh yeah. No, <laughs> true so, that. so, you know, I think that that led to a couple of little like arguments yeah. with him, but nothing, you know, nothing like it never escalated anywhere. So, yeah. Um, oh, speaking of viral videos like Mario Judah, have you, obviously you've seen the new video out of the fucking racist ass white dude in the gas station. And that, that, uh, Oh, you talking about that fucking little white trash looking motherfucker who's yes. like sitting there like dropping the N word over and over. Next to a dude that's like twice, twice his, his size. size. Yeah. And you could tell even that guy had like he used some restraint, bro. Because like I He didn't not, even need to, in my yeah. opinion, dude. Yeah. He should have just fucking hauled off and, and nipped that shit in the bud immediately. But it made for a better video. Dude, <laughs> he took that what was that? Was a twisted T. Twisted T. Dude, tea. that's the hardest twisted T has been has been fucking used since it came out. Bro, right if there, they dude. don't use that shit for a commercial and sign some kind of deal with that, dude, they're missing out on a fucking opportunity dude everybody would be drinking twisted tea next weekend at the fucking field parties the fucking barbecues everywhere i mean that's the only time that i've ever seen twisted tea put into a fucking positive light yeah 
I mean, who drinks it, dude? I, I, I don't. I've never. Had I was it. like, I was more surprised. Like, damn, they still make that shit. That's yeah, what dude, I was more exactly. surprised about. <laughs> I mean, it's not like Mike's Hard Lemonade or something like that, where that shit, you know, it's been around for fucking ever. You know, nobody really drinks it, but yeah. it had its time. Do Smirnoff Ice? That's yeah. another one. Yeah. A lot of those, dude. You ever get? Uh, you remember the game we used to play called Get Nice? Oh yeah, I, who could forget? And uh, I think Alan, dude. I want to say Alan started that shit, bro. I had never had that done to me until Alan. It was a th- doing it was it. a thing. It was like planking, you yeah. know, like one of those things that kind of got popular, yeah. you know, outside. Of, and then all of a sudden, it just showed up in your friend group, and it's like, damn, we're getting iced. It's you know? a great game to play with friends. So it'd be like you and a bunch of your buddies hanging out at the bar, and then if someone comes up and they take one knee and they tap you, and you make eye contact with that Smirnoff, you have to take a knee and slam it, bro. Uh-huh. There was one night we played at this bar that had like the monster ones, dude. They're like the 24-ounce <laughs> Smirnoff. And dude, I drank, I got iced three times. Dude. <laughs> By the fucking third time, I wasn't even like happy. I was fucking pissed. I was like, I'm leaving after this motherfucker. I was like, want to fight somebody. <laughs> and dude, that that's the worst shit to throw up, bro. Bro, Smirnoff it's, ice. not only that, but like ice is a fucking appropriate word because that shit got so fucking cold, dude. Dude, it got it's, like <laughs> below. Dude, the it's cold. Like, how did it not freeze? It I don't so know, dude. Cold. It felt like you were drinking like negative fifty degree yeah. fucking liquid, bro. I don't know how that happened, man. Dude, that should make your wiener shrivel up, dude. I didn't even need it to make my wiener shrivel, dude. I actually ended up with a fucking vagina one time <laughs> off of getting ice, bro. Dude, my shriveled up like four and a half inches one time. It's <laughs> so damn cold. <laughs> damn, how'd you make it with that extra seven inches? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, dude! Something I know. Something we hadn't talked about. Let's talk about this for a minute. Punk rock cannibals, dude. I think we've mentioned it before. We've mentioned, but yeah. we hadn't really went into detail how it all came about. Yeah, sure. Yeah, um, so I figured we it. touched down on it. Maybe one day we'll have Travis on. Mm-hmm. Um, so literally, uh, I was in the shop one day, and I've told my wife this ever since we opened this little oddity shop. Because every time we go to town, I search for these little tiny mom and pop oddity shops and go in you know and i'll spend you know spend some money with them you know so i was like dude one day we're gonna have somebody that somebody come in here and sure enough i was sitting here one day and chelsea had left and we weren't even open and she forgot to lock the door and i just finished you know getting hooterized dude (laughs) so there was a big green cloud of cbd smoke going off 56 and all of a sudden the door swing open dude and there was a dude in like a one of those puffy vest, you know what I'm talking about? You talking like about puffy, like the like the just the vest? Yes, the little yeah. vest, puffy vest with like a nice collar shirt. Obviously looked like he was out of place and yeah. like it was in the wrong spot, you know. And he had a little poodle with him, you know, or a little whatever kind of dog <laughs> Travis had. And I was like, yo, dude, we're closed. You know, really trying to get him out, like, oh shit, this is the last person I need here when there's mm-hmm. some C B D smoke around. You don't tell on me, baby. I was like, Is this a detective or what? Yeah. <laughs> So uh, so we get to talking and then kind of find out we have a love for horror movies. And as we're talking more, he's like, yeah, man, I'm the director. I directed Cabin Fever 2016. I was like, what? And I was like, no, for real. And then he started talking. And we started talking about his time with Adam Green, who did the Hatchet movies. And uh, was it Holliston, um, the little TV show that he mm-hmm. did? So he had been a part of that. He'd been a part of something with Robert England. Long story short. Yeah, Midnight Man was his. Yeah, like, yeah. that was a cool one. Uh, long story short, uh, we kind of switched contacts. And he dipped out, you know, and that was kind of the end of it. I showed him some of my shit because I had, I've got like a half a dozen videos that have like anywhere from 20,000 to almost a million views. Now. So well, anytime uh, you meet somebody new, dude, they're getting the chat, they're getting the full on chat experience. Yes, dude. they are. If they give me the time of day, I'm going to tell you every, I'm going to tell you where it all started <laughs> from childhood to where I am now. You're going to watch every video, do every yes. band that you're in. <laughs> yeah. Dude, <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't know what it, I just like. 
I like seeing, I like creating something and showing it to someone and like them enjoying it. That gives me, that's like the, that's like a, no other drug or anything could ever come to that. Well, you're yeah. a, you're a born entertainer, dude. Yeah. That's all it is. That's what I'm talking about. Hell yeah, I am. So uh, long, about a month later, we started shooting this video, and Travis hit me up and said, hey, man, I'm in the area. Can I, I don't know why I'm talking like that for Travis. Uh, can I stop by your store? I was like, yeah, dude, come on. So we're shooting this video, and then he came in. He's like, hey, I can act in this. So then we made him in the video, and by the end of it, like, hey, we need to film something. And then we're like, okay, let's meet up tomorrow. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So um, originally it was going to be me, Matt Marshall, and Tristan. But Tristan couldn't make the schedule work. Yep. So then I don't even know. Were you just here or something? Nah, you How just, did I, I you just, just call, you? you just called me and was like, "Hey, we're we're filming this like you know kind of little horror skit kind of deal." Yeah. And uh, Tristan was supposed to be in it. He can't make it happen. You want to come? I was like, "Nah, fuck, I ain't doing nothing, dude." This was like right as the uh, quarantine was about to start going into oh, effect. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, so like things we all were, needed something to do for quarantine because yeah. he was here mm-hmm. working on a Bruce Willis movie that obviously got shut down once quarantine happened because he's a part of whatever union Mm -hmm. and what they say goes if you you know venture out of that you could lose your job so but he was still able to do something independent so that's kind of what we did so the first day we showed up there was like really nothing we'd like okay what are we doing (laughs) like what what the fuck are we doing well it kind of was like that for the entire time like about three months of man what the fuck are we doing today making up shit on the fly like no i doubt. would go home and uh smoke some cbd and i'd sit there and write <laughs> ideas out call Derek and toss them back and forth with you mm-hmm. and then you would kind of shut down the ones that sucked and then i would kind of uh try to build up the ones that you did like i don't necessarily know that there was a whole shitload of them that sucked but there was a whole shitload of them that we had no way of making happen oh yeah it was just the budget it was a budget yeah. thing dude you'd be like man you know what we need dude we need a bunch of tanks man <laughs> some tanks man <laughs> Playboy models, man. How we, we get need, Robert England? Man, we need Playboy models riding on top of tanks, and we need like some Lambos to come around and like crash into each other right in front of the tanks. I'm like, ah, dog, I don't know if we're gonna have that. But what was cool is so when we first started filming, originally we I knew right off the rip that Derek's character had to always have a cigarette, dude. I wanted you to be the, like the Julian of Trailer Park Boys, but with a cigarette, no matter what situation he's smoking, which sounded funny at first until you're like having to do scene after scene and you're smoking like a hundred cigarettes. That shit is hard, bro. That is hard on the lungs, hard on the fucking nostrils. Cause you constantly, every line you deliver, you got to have a fucking cigarette in your mouth. Yeah. So you're like constantly breathing it. That shit's all in your fucking eyes. Travis hated it, bro. Travis hated hated the fact that we wrote that into the script. But he, he agreed that it was like good for film. He was like, ah, it fucking looks good, man. Yeah. It does look good. So then uh, in the beginning scenes, we decided also not only did we want Derek to have a cigarette, but we also wanted him to appear eight foot tall. So we (laughs) shot every scene with Derek standing on top of something. That shit had to stop, though. We had to stop. It just wasn't practical, bro. It took way too much time. I think it stopped by accident, just out of pure laziness. It was like, all right, we got to film the scene. The the bench we used was like on the other side of the store. Like, you know what? You're no longer tall, man. It was. It was. Well, the very first thing that we filmed was meant to be more of a, like a short, I guess. Yeah. But then it started. It was like, well, shit. We don't have we don't have anything else to do. So why don't we just go ahead and keep this going? Try to turn it into an actual movie. Yeah. You know. 200 hours of film, bro. Can you wrap your mind around that, dude? I can, because I believe that we did 200 hours of fucking filming. And it's crazy, because you'd write something that seems really funny, Mm -hmm. and the first three times you did it, it was funny, and then by the 30th time, you felt like, I felt like the humor was gone, like, after the third (laughs) time. Some of this shit doesn't land. Uh, I mean, by the time it comes out, I hope whatever edit we get, 
yes is going to land for yes. sure but i know that there were some things that we did that haven't made it yet. that haven't made it into any edit we've seen yeah. yet that were fucking solid gold humor dude it's going to take us all sitting in a room mm-hmm. and watching all every single fucking take yeah it's just going to be a long process so if you had to give a bio of what punk rock cannibals is I would say it's three, uh, three like kind of losery dudes who happen to have a fucking oddity shop, and also happen to play punk rock. But I don't think they do it very well. I don't think that we're a very good band, um, and we can't ever keep a bass player. And we know, but we have a manager, and the manager just so happens to be like this shadowed, clouded person who's like pulling strings for us and we are in search of fame and fortune and without performing some sort of sadistic ritual, we're never going to achieve that. So through all of our bumble fucking about, we try to perform that sadistic ritual in order to get this shadowy manager to bring us fame and fortune. It's pretty cliche, but it, the way we do it is a lot different than the way that it's ever been done before. What's your favorite scene that we shot or favorite sequence? I think the uh, uh, the no one says the misfits suck thing was fun all all around. Yeah, that, 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 that whole day uh, with Megan coming in, she was a super good. And uh, just basically everything with Megan, I think, was probably like some of the better stuff that we did. It, it felt the most like fully oh, fleshed yeah. out. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> Derek about to tell his real reason. Why. No, no. <laughs> he said the part I like, man, is when I was choking her from behind. <laughs> well, I mean, that whole scene, that whole scene came out really good. And I think the the dialogue that me and you had whenever we were like talking to Matt because of the the, I mean, you don't want to give away too many plot points, no, right? yeah. No, I don't. But like the whole dialogue that we had. Especially where I was talking about uh, fucking rubbing one out in the back of my stepdad's camper, dude. <laughs> that shit was hilarious. <laughs> that dude. shit was funny as fuck. When she yeah. comes, she comes in the store, yeah. and uh, she's inter- Matt's introducing his new girlfriend. Now he's a vegan. Now, granted, we're cannibals. See, he, does, see, right? he doesn't really. I mean, he no, don't know yeah. what vegan is. He thought yeah. it's just about the way he dressed. He shows up and he's wearing some funky clothes, and then we're obviously pissed off. And then he obviously finds out that what you know what a vegan is, and like, fuck, I can't do this. I enjoy eating people too much. So she becomes. One of the victims. Yeah, that's, I mean, and that's just, you know, one little plot point. It's a fucking comedy, horror, musical, uh, super independent DIY, fucking zero budget. It's coming along, dude. And we got some stars, dude. We do have a couple of fucking cameos. We got one I can, I'll go ahead and say Deep Roy. Yeah, Deep Roy. Who's uh, been in fucking Star Wars. He was in fucking Big Fish. He was the Oompa Loompa and Charlie and Chocolate Factory. Mm -hmm. The guy with the snail from Never Ending Story. Um, he he does a part that's really going to shock some people because yeah. he used a lot of profanity. <laughs> well, if you've watched Eastbound and Down, it's not oh that yeah, shocking. true. It's kind of yeah. it's, it's kind of true to that character. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, I cannot fucking wait. Yeah, it's a good time. I what mean, what's the your favorite song that we've wrote for? Uh, my for favorite so song was uh, probably the. Uh, it's just I, it's just I think it's just called Go. Yeah. Or, or stabs. Yeah, stab, it's stab. like the kill yeah. sequence. I yeah. I wrote it with yeah. an, it being like a kill sequence, and Derek brought it to life, bro. Because what I had in my head was not as complex as it came out sounding. And dude, I think it's one of the coolest fucking riffs I've ever heard. It does. I mean, rock. it's fucking cool. It's a cool ass punk rock yeah. riff for sure. Dude, we got yeah. some. We got some fucking bangers in there, bro. No doubt. By the time we get done with it, I mean, it's probably gonna have an hour's worth of music. 
in a hour and a half long movie available for purchase yeah. 2021 it's all gonna be it's a not a real band playing a real band who's not a real band but yeah. we're gonna be a band uh i'm gonna suck every dollar i can out of it dude i can't wait to go to uh conventions the only thing you're gonna yeah. <laughs> <laughs> depends dude i get whatever i gotta do to get on netflix baby there you go baby but uh I, I can't wait to go to conventions with you and Matt and sit there and sell DVDs and be in character and sign shit. Derek's character also talks with a Jersey accent. I don't fucking even know why that happens. I don't know, but I yeah. love it. Dude. Yeah, no, it works. Everybody yeah. I let, honestly, everybody I've let see it, and I've let some like stars, basically, you know, uh, some big guys in the industry see it, and everybody comments on you and their love for your character. Mm-hmm. Uh, the New Jersey accent hit it one time for me, baby. Uh, I ain't really got nothing to fucking say here. I know that when I was doing the whole fucking thing, I don't want even. I don't even think this is an accurate Jersey accent. I just know that this is what I fucking did the entire time we were filming the fucking movie. That was it, dude. Yeah. My favorite. My favorite sequence for you is the whole uh, Turds of Christ, dude. Oh, that was pretty good. <laughs> that that was, was funny, dude. That took a lot of takes. Yeah. And you know what? That was some actually some like pretty decent camera work that yes. Travis did because it yes. was like it was like a long ass like sequence, fo- like a, a follow f- sequence, a following shot. Yeah, it looked dude. pro, bro. It was good. And dude, yeah. he, Travis shot this whole fucking thing on the new iPhone, mm-hmm. and then uh, with a little a few of the cool shots are shot on the new GoPro. Like the rain, Travis is all about some fucking rain, bro. Yeah, dude, he wants anytime rain we can, anytime we can put some rain in there, dude, we make it rain, yeah, dude. Kill seagulls. What do you think about when John went, dude? The first time I saw John acting was in a in a fucking cooler where he was crying, dude. <laughs> like he he was making me like, damn, is this dude guy? He's got some deep rooted dark shit. He was doing, he was dog. doing a pretty fucking good job, yeah. man. It, it was kind of shocking because he's like such a kind of uh, quiet i mean i mean he's like a really kind of monotone personality yeah he doesn't talk very loudly he doesn't really get excited acting about too much he has a very cartoony laugh though (laughs) 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 something weird (laughs) i don't know if it's that extreme if you want to hear that go back to chad show episode number 14 i believe that was the last one that we did last one we did we talked to john um, I'm sure he laughed in there at least one time. Yeah, he did. But uh, yeah, so we do. There's some badass scenes. I can't wait to see it finish. We've got some kill scenes. That's what we're lacking right now. I think is some good kill scenes. Um, yeah, we got a couple of pickup scenes to fucking yep. to get hammered out, and we definitely got to finish out the uh, the foley work. We got to do some overdub, and you know, just the post production shit, and a little bit of production and a little post production, and we'll have that motherfucker ready to roll. You guys be watching for Punk Rock Cannibals. If you're listening to this, you got a podcast, you got any way to promote it, hit us up. We'll go on it. We just came off of the Happy Hour podcast. Yep, happy Hour podcast. We did uh, we did one last year. Mm-hmm. Or not last year, but earlier this yeah, year. Yeah, we did one yeah. with the Misfits uh, Fan Club uh-huh. uh, podcast. Yeah. That one was awesome, too, man. It that was. was me and you. Yeah. That one went really well. Um, we've got pretty much a uh, very positive reaction, especially from the Misfits video. Mm-hmm. Bunch of fat dudes acting like the Misfits. It was great. Um well, yeah. Matt's not fat. Well, Matt's not fat. You gotta have that one good looking dude. Yeah, that's what Matt that. is. He's yeah. he's that fucking uh He's the token good looking yeah, guy. The token good looking. You gotta have one you gotta have one that the fans can latch onto. The ladies gotta love, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because if you get the if you I found that this out, if you get the female audience, you get the male audience also. But if you only get the male audience, it's gonna be some lonely nights in the green room, son. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know necessarily if that's the case because there's a lot of shit out there that is exclusively male. Uh-huh. And Chippendales. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and the males are the ones that spend the money. I 
I don't know, mm-hmm. bro. Dude, how many how many fucking you've you've ran conventions? I've never before. had female fans. No, but what I'm saying is you've ran conventions before, right? Yes, I have. And how many super hot chicks do you see going up buying all kinds of fucking merch from these convention booths? Well, you got a point there, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you win that one, brother. I'll Bam. let you have that one. Hey. Oh, oh shit. Derek, fucking winner. Well, dude, what else, man? What I, else you got, bro? Bro, I got all kinds of shit, dude. Hell yeah. You know what? One thing I was thinking about earlier, and th- I'm just I'm just going to bring this up uh-huh. because this happened to me just like two hours ago or yeah. something. I got back from North Carolina about 630 today, something like that. And the whole time that I was up there, I was taking shits, as one does, right? Yeah. And none of them were fucking good, bro. Mm. Like, I couldn't get it all out. I was kind of gassy. I was a little bit bloated. I just couldn't get it all out. So, like, I immediately went, got on my fucking toilet, dude. Two-foot log. I felt, <laughs> Dude, I felt like I lost 14 pounds, man. Damn. Does that happen to you? Uh, No. You don't get travel butt? No, nah, dude. I, I pretty much can go wherever, dude. I've never, uh, I mean, obviously when my diet's shitty, you know, that makes for a shitty shit, but nah, I'm pretty tight on it, dude. That's weird. <laughs> sorry, sorry to do you like that. Well, goddamn it, man. <laughs> I wish well, we could talk more on that. Well, I, you know, that was, I was trying to start a conversation, but you, uh, you pretty much put that totally one out. Totally fucked it up. Uh, dude, that's, that's fucking fantastic. Uh, fantastic we, content for our listeners yes. right there. We had a toy sale recently. We finally had our first toy sale back in a long ass time. Really? How'd that go? It went really well. We actually went down to half the items we normally did and mm-hmm. we made the same, a little bit more than what we normally make. So, I think when you give people less options, they are more focused on those and they spend more money. That is 100% the case. And I got all that shit uh, shipped out and uh, about to head back to Tennessee, dude. I think I'm going to try to hopefully talk you into doing one more of these tomorrow night. Okay. And then uh, we'll be set for a couple weeks so all the listeners have something to listen to. By the way, if you are listening, the only way this thing grows is what they got to do, Derek. Um, They got to fucking listen, bro, and they got to share it and they got to talk to their friends about it. And they got to be at least a little bit vocal with the fact that they are hearing us and that maybe we're funny and that maybe we're likable and that maybe someday they'll meet us, they'll fall in love with us, and we'll live happily ever after. Um, That's what I'm hoping for, man. We want to grow this thing. We want to continue to do this thing. I want to grow this thing. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's what me and Derek are going to start doing to get each other attention for Lost at a Concert. That'd be instead of like, Derek, we'll just be out being in the background. <laughs> you know we got that shit. We got that shit from those videos where those dudes go up into other people's ears at Walmart <laughs> and just fucking <laughs> just like walk up behind them and be like, oh. <laughs> yeah, if you guys have a if you go on YouTube videos, there'll be people sitting there reading a magazine and a guy go up like right at his ear doing <laughs> It's always some it's always like some old dude be like, Man, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? What you doing? Dude, I love to do pranks, bro. There was one time we uh, took a trip. It was a live fast trip. I think we we're going to Creeker Fest, the first Creeker Fest in Illinois. And I had that big ass Bluetooth speaker, the bump box, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I so think I've, I've heard this. It's one. like yeah. 6 a.m. There's a video of it. I'll have to post on our Patreon one day. But uh, it's like 6 a.m. We're getting ready to leave for the concert. And I, I already had it planned. I had the thing on and I had it turned all the way up. And I was like, hey, Blake. Is, which is my brother's like, hey, take this downstairs. I'll meet you at the car. So I let the elevator go down, and you can look over the balcony and see where everybody's eating breakfast and shit. And I'm sure you're at a pretty nice hotel, too. Dude, we're at the nicest of hotels <laughs> around there. So everybody's eating breakfast. Blake gets off the elevator, and then I hit play, and it's, oh, ah! 
<laughs> just him walking oh, through a nice shit. hotel lobby, blaring, <laughs> looking like a straight up asshole. Dude. What did he do, dude? Dude, he just walked fast as fuck to get out of there, dude. <laughs> dude, that's like the best prank ever, man. That, that's that, great. That literally is one of the best. I don't like all these fucking new pranks that people are fucking doing, man. Like these fucking super mean pranks. Yeah, dude. There's some like fucking shit almost getting people killed. Dude, out it's there, fucking dude. evil, dude. This shit ain't funny. There ain't nothing funny about it. I can't watch that dude, shit. There's and, like, like a video of these two little white kids going into like the Compton area, dude. And the kid's dressed up like a straight up dork and he has a calculator in his hand. He walks up to like the biggest, first biggest guy he sees. He's like, you got a problem, I can solve it. And the guy's like, what'd you say? He's like, you got a problem, I can solve it. And when the guy like decks and then he shows him the calculator. He's like, yeah. no, man, I'll solve your problem. Yeah, dude. Bro, like, it's just a prank, bro, bro. It's just a prank. I seen uh, another one like that where this little fucking skinny ass fucking dweeb was walking up to like, you know, kind of big buff dudes and shit. Yeah. And he's like, Yo, bro, you want to kiss my ass? Yo, you want to kiss my ass? And he pulls out like a little toy of a fucking Shrek donkey. Uh-huh. You know, want to kiss my ass? That Dude, that motherfucker got his he got his fucking rocks, wig son. split. Son. Did he have that twisted T slap? <laughs> bro, he got it worse than that, dude. He had to go to the fucking hospital. Motherfucking like tooth got Damn. knocked out and shit. He deserved every fucking bit of it. Bro. Dude. That ain't a fucking prank, no, dude. That's, that's just that, being a fucking yeah, cocksucker. That's, that's all that is. That's all that is. Um, I did so many pranks with that bump box. Another one that same weekend. I had like a two uh, uh, female interns, mm-hmm. and they were riding up front in this rental van, and I had the bump box behind their seat, and I was laying down hidden in the back, and we went through the drive-through. As soon as they got up to the window to get the food, I started playing like a Pornhub thing, like <laughs> loud as a kid. So it just looked like two chicks up front listening to porn at full blast, dude. Uh, dude, that bump box is uh, bump box is hours and hours. <laughs> that <of> bump box, <laughs> <laughs> y'all, bro. That bump box is hours of fun, son. <laughs> there was another time it was at my wedding, dude. I took that because that came with a microphone too, right? Mm-hmm. So I took it where our wedding was. It was like everybody was hanging out. They were swimming, they were partying, but there was it was very low to no lighting. So people had to walk down these trails to get to their cabins. And I put that bitch like behind a tree, and I stood in the woods, and I'd wait till they get there, and I'd do the. <laughs> <laughs> and dude, just scare the shit out of people, dude. Just Bro, laugh. I remember when we were working at fucking Bill Hurd one time. You did that shit uh, to Nate. Uh, straight Nate. Straight Nate. You did that shit to Nate. Just a guy that was working there at uh-huh. the time. Dude, he got so fucking pissed off about getting scared because he damn sure like jumped. But, I mean, he like came up off the fucking ground, dude, because he got scared. What by is that. it about dudes like? getting mad and wanting to fight when you scare them, bro. I don't know what that is, man. I guess everybody thinks Cause that. Because you, you make them vulnerable for like a few seconds. Yeah. I mean, personally, dude, if somebody, because I, I very rarely get fucking excited yeah. about anything like that. So if somebody can actually make me like jump or scared or something like that, I don't get mad, dude. I immediately like, I applaud them, dude. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's fucking great. Dude, dude, I don't know what it is, bro. That's like, since I've been a kid, man, I just like scaring people, dude. I've done some elaborate pranks. One of my favorite ones was me and Alan, uh, rest in peace, Alan Nasty Baby, um, when we lived at the house with the pool. And we had Michelle Jordan as a roommate. <laughs> you talking about the fucking lower? Yeah, so the, yeah she dude. was terrified of fucking possums. And we found this out like a week prior. So uh, Alan got on top of the fucking house with a fishing pole, bro, with like some rags <laughs> tied to the fishing line. And then uh, I ran inside. And I was like, Michelle, there's a possum under your truck. And we all ran out. We're all like laying by the truck trying to find it. And she walked out the porch. She was scared as fuck. Uh-huh. She took one step down on the ground, dude. And he dropped that fucking, those rags on top of her head, dude. Because <laughs> at the same time, I'm like, yeah, I think it left or something, you know. And dude, this bitch jumped like seven feet in the air, <laughs> took off running, dude. Oh, uh, dude, that's fucking hilarious. Man. And I would, it got to the point like we were pranking. Oh, another thing that was funny from that house. 
So we all collectively live together. It's me, Zach Dees, Alan Nasty, one of my exes, and Michelle, right? And then sometimes Damien, when he was a kid, would be over there. So uh, Michelle, at one point, I guess thought somebody was drinking her milk. So she went in the refrigerator and took a Sharpie and wrote, she had like three items in there and put her name on them. So then we came in there like, oh, hell no. So we went through there and we went through the entire cupboards and everything and everything said, not Michelle on it. <laughs> <laughs> so she came on like the corn, dude, the fucking everything was not Michelle. The, the, the fucking salt, like <laughs> all the little shit that you would borrow. Hey man, you want to get petty, dude. You got to be prepared for other motherfuckers to get petty right on back, dude. And dude, it got the point. I, we were... We weren't satisfied with just your typical one prank. So then we tried to get multiple pranks in one. And uh, there's another Michelle one, dude. We used to, dude, we terrorized her, bro. Now thinking about it, damn. <laughs> well, sorry. she should have fucking, she should have known better living with yeah. all y'all. Yeah, know? dude. Um, so if she's out there listening, sorry about all that, but it was pretty fucking funny. Uh, so she came home one night at like 3 a.m. So I did the multiple prank, dude. Right where you come, where she would pull up, you come in through the kitchen door. You know, right there. So you had the kitchen sink. So I took Vaseline and I fucking put it all around the kitchen <laughs> doorknob. So she came in. And now, granted, like her room, she has to get down this hallway. And beside the hallway is this dark room where we practice. It's 3 a.m. I'm sitting there with a drum stick, a stick waiting to hit this china symbol as she walks by. So first prank, she walks up. You hear her go, damn it. <laughs> you know, Chad, motherfucking, you know, all this shit. And then so she walks immediately to the sink. And I took a rubber band and put it around the hose. <laughs> so she turns on the water and it sprays her shirt. <laughs> Dude. Then I took a hand towel and got it kind of damp and put a lot of baby powder in it. Dude. <laughs> So she walks up, gets squirted immediately. She goes, motherfucker. And then she grabs the thing. She's, God damn it. And then she just zooms off to her room. And as she gets right there, I start hitting that china. Dude, she didn't talk to me for like a fucking week, bro. Oh, dude. That's great, though, man. I mean, that's, that's fucking harmless. Yeah. Prank. I mean, yeah, it, at the time, you might get a little bit mad uh -huh. about it. But you got to appreciate the fucking effort, dude. Another thing I love doing is it's when I had that stun gun, I'd walk up behind people real quietly and just set it off, dude. That sound will send you up a wall, bro. <laughs> I need to post some of those videos. Well, dude, I think we've had a pretty good chat show, bro. Yeah, I think it's been pretty decent. Where you are ready we at? To, you ready to fucking sign off on it? Dude, let's sign off on it. All right, let's fucking let's do it. Do hey, it, thanks brother. for listening. You know what time it is. You know what time it be. It's time to say goodbye, mother truckers. Hey, thank y'all for listening. Another Thursday in the books, baby. It's been a pretty fucking... This is, I mean, I can't no. complain. Oh, I don't can't you complain. run from me, little... Mario Judah, go check him out. Thanks, Derek. Thanks for joining. Thank all you guys. Love you. Hugs and kisses. Anything you want to say, Derek? Uh, just fucking be good to each other in the yes. fucking new year, man. We're coming up on 2021. It's been a shitty fucking year. I hope everybody had a fucking happy holiday. Merry Christmas, Kwanzaa, fucking Hanukkah, anything that you celebrate. All of that. Hope you got some stank on your finger. Yes. You know Derek did this past weekend. Yeah. He better have. Hey. Love one another. This is Chad Show. I'm fucking out. The new kid. Bye. Ah. 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 Ah.